There's never a guarantee that you're gonna get a safe and effective vaccine. But from everything we've seen now in the animal data, as well as the early human data, we feel cautiously optimistic that we will have a vaccine by the end of this year and as we go into 2021. So I don't think it's dreaming, Congresswoman. I believe it's a reality. Those are the words of Dr. Anthony Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases and member of the U.S. Coronavirus Task Force in a congressional hearing July 31st, 2020. On TV, we only get a few minutes to share each story. It really takes heroes like average everyday people who are willing to help and partner with us. But here we get to tell you all the details. It was an opportunity for me to serve, you know, not only my community, um, but to serve the population. About stories that are important to greater Cincinnati. I mean, we're all in it together, like trying to help get things back open and everybody get back to as normal as possible. I'm Stephen Albritton and this is WLWT News 5 Beyond the Studio. Today on the pod, phase three of one of the many coronavirus vaccine studies is happening right here in Cincinnati. Today, we sit down with the doctor leading the study, a familiar WLWT figure who's joining the trial, and hear from the man who got that first injection in this part of the study. First up, Dr. Carl Fichtenbaum, who shares how this trial works and how you can get involved. I see you guys are pre-screening volunteers for the trial of the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine. Just, you know, take us through, you know, what it took to get to this point right now to start this process. Well, it was a lot of work and effort to get a large project like this up and going in a very short period of time. So, you know, within a two-month period, launching a study that will enroll 500 participants here locally uh, takes a lot of uh, time and effort. Um, And we've been trying our best to work with uh, community partners, engage the community, to work internally, to set up all of the things that we need for the study to ensure the safety of the participants and to make sure that we're able to conduct the trial the way we want to do so. It takes a lot of uh, hands, a lot of time, a lot of effort uh, to get where we are. Uh, We have reached out to a number of people uh, recently in our pre-screening to uh, set up prioritization so that we can make sure that we can invite people to participate in the study from our community who represent our community, represent the uh, spectrum of age range of the community of those people who may have certain risks that make COVID disease more severe in them so that we can have representation there. And of course, representation of the diversity of our community and in particular to make sure that historically underrepresented populations do participate in this study because we want them to be part of the solution. I know they want to be part of the solution. and We want to partner with everyone so that we can make sure we bring the results forward where everybody can feel confident that I could see myself in this study. I can see myself receiving this vaccine and that we bring hope to the broadest number of people within our community. And, and doctor, you mentioned a lot of things about, you know, hope and, you know, helping people. And, you know, what would be your pitch to that person who may get that phone call or that email saying, hey, we'd really like you 
to participate in this. What, what would be your, uh, what, what you would tell them to, uh, you know, hopefully help them hop on board? Well, I would say, first of all, uh, thank you. Uh, that um, I'm really happy that uh, you are uh, considering participating in this study and that, um, you know, this is such an important contribution that you can make to humanity and that thanks for even just considering it and that what we want to do is partner with you and work with you to make sure uh, it's safe, that you meet all the eligibility uh, criteria and that you're interested in, in helping us to find a solution and, uh, and help the world out of this tremendous pandemic. So I would thank them from the bottom of my heart because that is the truth. Um, it really takes heroes like average everyday people who are willing to help and partner with us and enroll in this study so we can learn, does this vaccine work and is it safe? And with that, for you know, UC, what does it mean to have this potential vaccine being tested here in Cincinnati? What does it mean for the, the medical school there? Well, UC has a long history of uh, dedicated research and investigation, finding new treatments, finding new ways to solve problems, uh, and participating in very large efforts. We have some very strong National Institute of Health programs where we lead the country in our work on stroke and other areas. And I think it's very important that we make contributions in all spheres of science and new knowledge so that we can be the kind of premier institution that our community deserves. Um, we are consider ourselves a community partner. Our job is to try and help bring the cutting edge types of research and new knowledge to our community so our community can be part of solutions. And I think for this particular pandemic, everybody would like a solution. <laughs> yeah, so uh, everybody. I don't think I, I met one person who would disagree with you on that part. The people you reach out to, they're pre-selected, but is there people out there who may want to join in? Are there people who can still call in and hopefully get involved? Absolutely. So if you want to call 513-245-3417, or if you email ucovidresearch at uchealth.com, you can uh, send an email or call us, and we'll be more than happy to put your name in the list for this vaccine study or future vaccine studies that we may bring because there are a number of different vaccines being developed around the world and this is not the only vaccine study coming to Cincinnati. There are at least three that are for sure gonna be in Cincinnati and we are partnering with our colleagues who are also faculty at UC at the Gamble Vaccine Center at Children's Hospital and they're conducting vaccine studies and we all work together. And so uh, any Cincinnatian who wants to volunteer, we would love to have them uh, step up and offer to volunteer. Mm -hmm. And after they get the screenings done, they go through the selection process that you guys have to go through. I, I guess what's that process like after that? What are those first, I guess, day or maybe week, week and a half? What's that like for that patient? Well, if you pass through everything and you agree to go on to the study, then we're going to enroll you in the study. 
We're going to collect some samples. We're going to check to see if people have COVID-19 right now, and we're going to vaccinate people. People will get a vaccination at the beginning and then about a month later. Uh, and then we are going to follow people very carefully and ask them very carefully about any side effects they may be experiencing from a vaccine. Of course, whenever you get a vaccine, it always hurts. Uh, getting a vaccine hurts. Nobody is going to sugarcoat that. Uh, but we want to know any side effects that people have. And of course, we want to know about any illness that people get during this. So we'll be in close contact with people and people will be filling out their own little e-diaries every day telling us about how they're doing and any symptoms they may be experiencing. So this process is a full-on commitment that people need to be ready for. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but we're flexible. We try to work around people's schedules. We understand people work, people have lives. Uh, we try to do our best to help, but uh, I think it's a, a great honor and a great service. Um, and, and I put this much like uh, serving one's country. I think this is a way to serve the world. And along with that, what's the next step after this? Because this, this sounds like a much larger scale vaccine trial, which seems to be, you know, smaller groups, bigger groups. Where are we on the chain to maybe this being the one? Well, I think that uh, what we need to do is get this enrolled nationally. Um, this is one of a number of different vaccine studies, both here in the United States and around the world. We need to get them enrolled as soon as we can. We need to see which of the vaccines work. Do we have one, two, or three that work or and are safe? Uh, and so the next steps are really getting this hard work done of getting these studies uh, enrolled so that we can get results and find out what works, what is safe. And then the next steps after that, of course, will be uh, when we find something is uh, how do we get this out to the general public? How do we manufacture enough doses for six billion human beings? And how do we figure out all the supply chains involved in that so we can get the world vaccinated? Because we want to be very honest and very open that everybody is going to need to get vaccinated if we want to defeat this terrible pandemic and we want to have the kind of free movement around the world and go places and have people come see us and we go see them. I think everybody would like to get back to life as usual. And so this is a start. This is the beginning. All right. And uh, doctor, uh, when, when's the drop dead uh, deadline for people to uh, reach out and possibly get signed up? Yeah, there's no drop dead deadline. So uh, send in your information now. We have systems whereby we'll send you an email uh, to ask you to fill out some information, tell us a little bit about yourself so we can see uh, the different kinds of people that we're looking for for the study. So we make sure that there's balance and representation. Uh, and then we'll be back in touch with people one way or another. Uh, I know it'll never be fast enough. You send an email, you want a response yesterday. Uh, but bear with us, because when you're starting to deal with, uh, you know, two, three thousand, four thousand people, it takes a little bit of time to get back to everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Do doctor, thank you so much for making uh, um, some time for us. We hope your study goes well. We're all watching these vaccines, uh, you know, come out and be tested. And we're hoping that, you know, the, the one is here in Cincinnati. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. That was Dr. Carl Fichtenbaum from UC Health. We'll put the info to contact them in the show notes. 
After the break, we bring it back to the WLWT studios by one of our own here at the station has decided to participate in this vaccine trial. We've all seen it, that check engine light in our car. Do I check it now? Check it later? Can I keep driving? That one light doesn't tell you what you need to know. And if you get your weather from a symbol on your phone, you're not getting the full story. WLWT Weather has the only certified most accurate forecast in Cincinnati. It's where you get the difference-making details. You'll know exactly what to expect and when, so you can plan your day. WLWT Weather, Cincinnati's certified most accurate forecast. All right, we are back on the Beyond the Studio podcast. Joining me right now is a familiar name, a familiar face here at WLWT, our morning anchor, Colin Mayfield. Colin, thanks for being on the podcast. We're talking about that coronavirus vaccine that's happening down at UC. You are getting involved with this. Tell us more about that. Yes, man, I'm excited. Um, I was offered the opportunity because uh, they need minorities. And uh, we're in a tough space right now. Uh, with everything going on uh, in 2020, you know, societal changes. Um, but it was uh, it was an opportunity for me to serve, you know, not only my community, um, but to serve the population. And um, my father did it a different way in the Air Force. Um, and I believe, you know, I've gone over the, you know, what, what could happen. Uh, you know, I have two kids. Obviously, I, I don't think it's something that I would put them in jeopardy of, of ever not having their father around. But I think it's something that uh, could change not only the way this vaccine and cure COVID-19 works, but how the flu vaccine uh, could be changed and, uh, you know, could improve uh, for people to benefit from that as well. Yeah, definitely very admirable that you are, you know, giving back to uh, so many communities all at the same time. Uh, take us through the beginning process. I know at this uh, this point today, this is a, a Tuesday, August 25th. Um, I don't think you've received the shot yet, but take us up to this point and where you are in the process. Right. So I'll get right to the meat of everything. September 9th is when I'm supposedly supposed to get the shot, right? And I won't know if I'm going to get a placebo or the actual mRNA is what they're calling it. It's a messenger RNA. Um, now, I don't know the technical terms of all of that, um, but but you know we can we can get more into that at some point. But um, that'll that'll be when the shot happens, the vaccination. I'll get two rounds. Uh, one will happen the September 9th. They'll wait um, seven to fourteen days, depending on you know what they see. Um, and then they'll do a second shot. So each shot will be the same, but the only person that will know what I truly get is the pharmacist on duty that day. So uh, Dr. Fichtenbaum, who's the lead on this study, um, principal investigator, he won't know. Um, None of his staff will know. And obviously, you know, Moderna, who's the sponsor of the study title of this, uh, they won't know either. So the actual uh, vaccine is called mRNA 1273. So um, it's very interesting. It's actually technology. There's there's no live strains of coronavirus in this. They've actually used technology to manufacture uh, a type of protein that uh, if your body does get COVID-19, it knows what to do. And it's a messenger system that basically says, listen, we're going to manufacture this protein to protect your body. Um, and that's what they're hoping. Now, it's a 25-month process. So over those 25 months, I'll have 25 phone calls. I'll have six visits to the clinic. 
And after each shot, those two rounds, I'll obviously stay at the clinic so they can monitor me between 30 minutes and an hour. But uh, they'll monitor me throughout those months um, and through an app even. It's called an e-diary. So I'll record the side effects, uh, experiencing, you know, after the dosing, monitor symptoms of COVID-19. Because like I said, uh, I could get the placebo. So there still could be an effect that, you know, over those years where I catch COVID-19 and, you know, obviously I don't have the vaccine. So, um, you know, it's just, it's a very weird space to be in, but, you know, that's what we do. We inform the public. And this is a real way, like I said earlier, uh, to really get involved and, and really inform the public and to to be what we preach, you know? So Yeah, absolutely. And with that, did you ever think in your lifetime that you would be volunteering for something like this? Uh, you know, a vaccination study? Never. Never, Stephen. Um I've seen some crazy things in my life. I'm sure you have too. Uh I've been present for Muhammad Ali's funeral uh and going home. Um been present for a lot of different shootings and 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 just some awe-striking sites in general but this is a moving process for me um you know especially with the way people feel about vaccinations there's good and bad uh, you know on, on each side i don't have uh, a view uh, on each side but i do feel that i need to serve my country and the people uh, that need this in a certain way and i had the opportunity to do it um so why not you know um so I, you know, I look back and like I said, I may not even get the vaccine. So two years from now, they will allow me um, to to ask the results of my of my findings. And I'll know then if I got the placebo or the actual vaccine. But what's interesting to me is they're going to keep my blood on hand um, at Moderna or a different uh, you know, locale. Um, I won't have my name. I'll never be identified. But they'll be able to, like I said earlier, hopefully readjust the flu vaccine, which I think is just brilliant because, you know, we it, it, it's a hit or miss each year on what the strain's going to be. But they believe this new protein could be an overarching theme for a flu vaccine as well because of how specific it is to COVID-19. Um, so that to me is even more important because of how many people we lose just with the flu vaccine every year. You know, I mean, those numbers, people always talk about those numbers aren't talked about. Well, you know, true, but, you know, let's do something about it. So, you know, I think I can do something, hopefully. So a study where you may or may not get the coronavirus vaccine along with future implications on the flu vaccine as well. Um, I spoke with Dr. Fichtenbaum a a few weeks back, and he's also going to be featured on this podcast as well. And they're going to be keeping on enrolling people in this process until they get to that 500 and keep the study going. What would you tell somebody who's listening to this or hears about this study about going through this process and possibly getting this vaccination? Uh, my advice, like I said earlier, is um, it's not discriminatory in any nature, but um, they need to understand how this virus may work in minorities as well. And so uh, there's been an influx of um, different individuals. I don't necessarily have a minority background, ethnicity in that terms of sense. And so they appreciate that, of course. Um but they're looking for folks uh, to step up that are, minor- you know, that are minorities, uh, Latin heritage, uh, that ethnicity base here in Cincinnati to try and come forward. Um, you know, they understand, like I said, the societal changes. Um, 
but but medicine needs to understand these questions and without having a variation of ethnicities um and people right where you know i feel we're all one race but without having a, a variation of ethnicities to, to to try to go off of they don't know of how efficient it will be not necessarily safe but efficient because they're trying to look at the time period that this vaccination could last right there's these oxford trials you know they're in the last stages a lot of this stuff is in the same technology base so what they're looking at is efficiency um, in certain ethnicities uh, certain pre conditions you know whether you have diabetes and you know sometimes that lies in certain genetics with certain ethnicities and that's just the truth so um they're trying to look at that and so like i said that's i think that's why they they'd like more people to step up to have a minority background of course anybody can be a part of this trial um there's been an influx of people i you know i've heard about it even and people have asked me i think over social media you know why do you get a chance to do this um you know and that's a great question uh, but it was on my plate and uh like i said i think it's in my duty um to do what i can right now um just to help so yeah, just to help and that's exactly what you're doing colin mayfield thank you so much for joining us on the beyond the studio podcast Thank you, Stephen. Appreciate the time, man. Yeah, no problem. So make sure you guys wake up in the mornings uh, with Colin on News 5 today. Uh, we're going to take another short break on the other side. Colin's about to get his shot, whether that's the vaccine or the placebo in a couple weeks. But we're going to speak with somebody. You're going to hear from somebody who just got their shot in this study. Stay with us. I mean, we're all in it together, like trying to help get things back open and everybody get back to as normal as possible. 37-year-old Jarrell Marshall is one of hopefully hundreds looking to keep everyone safe. If you're going to try to help people, you just do it. Like, it's it's not that you need a lot of recognition or anything for it. You just do it. The Cincinnati IT professional and father got his first shot in the Moderna Cove study. He'll get another dose in a month. Do the Get the vaccine, and hopefully they can get some information that could, you know, help produce a, a viable candidate for a vaccine for everybody to take. Marshall says part of his motivation is with his son. I try to always teach my son to, to walk the walk, right? Like, uh, you know, you can say all these things and, um, you know, tell everybody something, but to actually walk the walk and do um, what you say you're going to do. And, and it's a small role with a big impact to get people back to living their lives. I did some type of little part, right? I didn't serve in the military or do anything like that. And so, you know, doing something small like this, a little bit of my time, um, you know, for the greater good is, is awesome. If you like this podcast, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. This has been WLWT News 5 Beyond the Studio. I'm Stephen Albritton. Thanks for listening.